Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome back to the MCGs. This exhilarating final series continues in under two hours' time. It will be the second of the semifinals even though it's the first semi-final between Collingwood and Fremantle. It's sudden death for here on in as Melbourne fans came to terms, well, trying to still trying to come to terms with after the events of last night. An incredible upset come from behind win by the Brisbane Lions. Can that inspire Fremantle to do the same to the Pies, who were so brilliant and so gallant, yet ultimately lost last week, seven days ago here against the Cats? Good afternoon and welcome on AFL Nation. It is our pre-game show for Beaumont Tiles. Don't forget there's $25,000 worth of advertising to give away. Simply go to iCanWin.com.au. Brenton Sanderson, Dermot Bruton uh, sitting alongside me as our experts uh, for the first part at least of uh, today's pre-game. But... Uh, <laughs> Does that mean we become less as the day goes on? Well, yes, I think it does. Oh, well, your contribution will determine that, won't it? That's Andrew Mars. <laughs> Leveled at you many a time, Andrew. Hello. Whose voice you may be familiar with. Hello, gets everyone. paid by the word. Welcome to you, Murray. Nice to be here. We strap ourselves in, don't we? Oh, here we oh. go again. Sando, welcome to you. Yeah, thanks, Hutto. Awesome to be here again at the MCG. We've been spoiled, though, haven't we, this, the first week of the finals. And then last night, could anyone believe nah. the way that game unfolded? I mean, there was... So many stories. And listen, Melbourne, Melbourne had them where they wanted them early. They just couldn't, oh, yeah. couldn't put them away. It had 72 points plus written all over it at quarter time. Yeah. And you just felt like this should be a six-goal margin right now if Melbourne just finished two or three of their opportunities. Yeah. It, 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 the reversal of fortunes after halftime was extraordinary. That goal just before halftime was so important. It I was. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, in some ways, it was a bit similar to last week. Collingwood could have picked a couple more in that first quarter against mm. Geelong. I mean, you would have thought Geelong might have been able to still come back. But Melbourne, if they'd kicked a couple more of those, I I'm with you. I think it would have been really hard for Brisbane. You knew the Cats would come again at some stage last week. You weren't so sure that Brisbane, no. playing so many finals, you find that if it's a knockout final and you feel the opposition are a class above you, and let's be honest, at quarter time, Brisbane would have come in and thought they're a class above us. Somehow we're still in it. Uh, there is a give-up factor in finals footy when it's a knockout game, when you feel you can't win and the opposition are a class above you. It only takes three or four of the blokes in your team to feel that way, and you're dead. You're gone. And I thought, it won't be long until the give-up factor yep. kicks yep. in. And they were extraordinary. Whoever, well, we know who it is, Fags, but whoever motivated them at half-time, take a bow. Yeah. Look, there's a lot to talk about from last night, which we'll do. The most significant news, though, has just come through. And Murray might be getting the details up now, but Jared Berry has been offered a week by the MRO. So they've deemed it intentional conduct. I haven't got the, the exact details in front of me yet, but, but we were just talking about it before we came on air. And um, if it was deemed careless, it had to be low impact and it had to be high contact. The conduct was, was going to be the key element of it all. And they've clearly, I'm assuming, deemed it intentional, which gets so it to I the one I don't think this point. is that surprising. Look, it could have gone either way. I don't think it's that surprising that that's how they've deemed it, but it's far from over. You were the split here, for, as you call it, on the parameters we're given the, the board, 
to, to, to let the people know, so you go through, first of all, is it intentional or careless? They've ranked it intentional. Yep. As you said, the next parameter is the, the impact. It was low. The next one, is it to the body or is it high? Yep. If it's only to the body, it's just a fine. Yep. So that's the split there of where it ended up as well. So, so I reckon go they've got a good case to argue that it was not intentional. Yeah, so I guess it comes down to your definition of intentional, doesn't it? And they'll be able to argue around that. And they're so reluctant often to deem anything intentional. Yep. They, they tend, they, as best as they possibly can. Yeah, it's, it's really complicated, isn't it? That, don't they? It's yeah. really complicated when you look at it. Because every, every event is somehow different. Every event is somehow unique. So that's sort of almost that law of precedence you can't use. It's, um, yeah. What did you think when you saw it? I, I, quite, I thought he was in trouble. I thought because he, yeah. he, he, he had two kind of goes, Barry, it's and it was the on. The situation it was on. he was in, isn't it? Yeah. Is he's out, isn't it? That's right, yeah. But, but I thought when, one of them, his eyes were nowhere near. If you assume that... It doesn't that have to be the eyes, Clayton, Yeah, well, I'm, that he was not looking at... If, if it's Clayton... Oliver's eyes are the target to claw at. I don't think Berry was looking at him anywhere near that at one stage. His eyes were averted, so it was a flay. The other one where he, he almost keeps the hand there for a microsecond, uh, that's probably what they've acted on. But then you've got to, once again, you've got a 14-stone man pressing down the point of his elbow through your neck, yeah. and you're flailing around underneath. You're probably going to grab at anything to get him off you and, and, and that, that pinpoint elbow out of your throat. There's actually no defence on this because I'm, I'm looking at Dermy too, who's also a ripping bloke, but it's no defence. But Jared Berry is one of the greatest kids in AFL footy. It's not in his personality. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's, that's no defence because every action has a, has a consequence. Um, Very kind, calling me a good bloke. Uh, you're a great bloke, Derm, but um, you got reported kind. a lot. Uh, <laughs> But unfortunately, a great young kid who played one of the great games last Jeez, night too. And you think half. back to week one and Lockie Neal, how good he was. And Jared Berry changed that game almost single-handedly he did, didn't he? last night. And now he's got to sit and watch next week. And, you know, against the Cats, he probably goes to Dangerfield mm, straight away yeah. or potentially Selwood or someone in that midfield. But, yeah, that's a, that's a big loss for the, for the Lions. So let's fractionally move on from this. And... and my mates who know me and I, we talk about footy all the time, I've been screaming for Jared Berry to play on the inside I'm of the square for totally. so long. Crazy. Yeah. He is six foot three, 191, 192 centimetres tall. He's mid 90 kilos, runs the lines, and likes physical activity. Yeah. Why wouldn't you just give him? 80 games in a row in the middle of and the they ground? Need, they need yeah. support for Lucky Neal. So I'd love to hear Fags's. Reason for it, really. Well, Hugh McCluggage knows him well. They've, yep. They played all their junior footy. Berry was McCluggage's junior yep. captain. Yep. And after the game, when roaming, when Brian was doing his roaming, he caught up with McCluggage. And McCluggage said exactly what you said, Santa. He's a fantastic kid. Yep. He wouldn't have meant to do that. And he said, and he's been desperate to get in off the wing for a long time. And he How showed good did what he, he look do. at it, though? Yeah. He mixed it with Oliver and on occasions... Put Oliver to ground. Yeah. No one does that. Well, to, no to, one's done it in the last two years. To the extent that if you, well, if you, particularly if you just watched that second half of footy, but even now with knowing everything, it actually changes the way you think about Brisbane. If, yeah. if, if that's what he, even if he's mm, not quite at true. that manic level, you go, well, they've got Neil and, and they've got Barry as well and they've got McCluggage either in or out and, and they've probably got enough in there with all else they have. Well, the difference that what Barry can offer is he shut down Oliver 
but also accumulated mm. possessions and had an influence on the game as well. 24 which, himself in the second half. Which is exactly what mm. Callum Mills does for Sydney Swans. He'll, he'll become that cooler. He'll, he'll go to the opposition's best mid, shut them down, but also influence the game offensively as well. And that's what Berry did. Whereas traditional taggers, yeah. they just... They just put a big blanket over you and you nil can't all. get the footy. And it's nil all, exactly yeah. right. Yeah. So you put a D grader on an A grader. Yeah. But we saw last night that Berry can go there and actually impact the game as well. It was fantastic. So the large, well, part of the larger conversation will be around Melbourne, but we, we'll, we'll get to that. What about Brisbane then and their chances from here? And uh, First of all, how significant is Berry being in or out for that game against Geelong? Can they beat the Cats? Well, I'd say no. I, I, I thought last night would be a blowout as well. And I, I think most of us thought that Melbourne would do that would, would take care of Brisbane quite comfortably. Um, but they've been a great side. up. I mean, both of them have been great sides up until about round 10. I, I, I had those two teams last night as my grand finalists halfway through the year. And for whatever reason, both of them struggled in the second half. But, um, gee, the sky's the limit now. If they, they will have nothing to lose against the Cats uh, next week. Barry was so good. Yeah, he, he's really... He's vital for them next week. I, I personally think, and I know I muck around, and have, yeah, I'll get everyone off a charge and whatever, but I think he'll get off this. I think if they challenge it for intentional, I think he'll go okay. Um, somebody at halftime, as I said, we know, told those boys and got them to believe in themselves. And now that they've knocked over last year's premiers, who came out and were so good in the first quarter, just didn't put it on the board properly... They now believe. They truly believe now. Geelong are a different kettle of fish. They are at the top of their game getting better each week. We see them. But Brisbane at least believe right now that they can match it with them. They're going to have an interesting week at selection, aren't they? Because Darcy Ford, I thought, was really serviceable last night. And Joe Danaher, presumably, is going to be right to play. So, Well, Fullerton will go out for Danaher, won't he? So that's probably easy enough. Yeah, probably. And I suspect I'll go best. You pick your best and you say, and you have that, you look him in the eye and you say, Darcy, you were wonderful. You were fantastic and you're stiff, but we just have a six foot ten monster coming back and you know why. How highly did you rate Hipwood's performance last night? It was fantastic. He he got out bodied early in the first Mm -hmm. quarter. He actually took into places May did not really want to go. And he sort of dropped off him a bit and then couldn't pick him up on the way through again. And he was prepared to rush forward to the short dropping kick, which is the way they should, you should always play Stephen May. So, yeah, he, he wasn't a beast or anything like that, Hipwood. We know what he is. He's long-reaching, doesn't take so many skyscraping marks, but he's agile. And kick. Oh, he kicked beautifully. Because yeah. he's not always a good kick. No, he's, that's, he's, yeah. he sort of tidied that part mm. of his game. He's super reliable. Now. He hits it pure. Like, yeah. He's a straight, pure kick now. He's a confidence kick. He's always been a bit of a confidence kick. Though. Yeah. I know they all are. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. he's a beautiful long kick. He's yeah. always had that capability. But, yeah, to, uh, they look so much better with a smaller forward line, though, don't they? I mean, and people have been crying out for it. I know they had the tall structure in, but... They managed the minutes off the bench last night. So mm. just that accident that happened last week mm. actually helped them significantly yep. find mm. a much better-looking team. Yeah. That's interesting now. But, like, Dem, you're right. The belief now, that's their first win at the MCG mm. since round 21, 2014. Yep. And that's in a final. And some of those young boys step up when they could have gone the other way. September at the MCG, there's heroes and there's villains. And we saw some heroes last night for Brisbane. So oh, McCluggy, the sky's the limit. Yeah, McCluggage and... 
Neil about Neil's numbers, but still clearance was off the charts, and he had some crucial wins. I mean, the one down here where he got it, just hit it hard and was falling over and hit the handle. The rolling handle. I had to slow that down, like frame by frame, just to see if his hands hit the ball. McCluggage's two finals have been top shit. What about that goal in the third quarter? Yeah, that running just goal. running through the 50 yeah. and just drained it. And you just, uh, for me, that's when I thought Brisbane was still oh, a chance. Yeah. I thought that gave them a little bit of belief. Yeah. He actually surveyed and measured the ground perfectly. He knew he couldn't release the ball from 51 or two. Yep, yep. Because it drops short, it might roll end over end, but May's a chance to get to it. He had to risk being run down from behind to get within a range, which was going to see the ball clear the line. And, and I was watching it unfold and thought, please carry, 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 carry. Good lad. Kick straight. Bang. Were well, you surprised Salem didn't get to him? No. Okay. No, he rarely chases anyone down, Christian okay, Salem. Christian Salem is a wonderful technical user of the footy out of the back line. He ain't a defender, mate. Well, yeah, he's like the it. one they allow the 6'4 yeah, to run yeah, up and yeah. he plays behind the, the footy I and they want him kicking it. But if you turn him around, the size and shape of player that he plays on, if you turn him around and turn it into a sprint, he's not going to catch you. He's a tremendous player. but Everybody's got strengths and weaknesses. He's not a great defender. He's a good backman and ball user. Hasn't quite been the same since he came back, no, has he? I agree with that. Demons are another discussion. I've just well, listen to Jared Berry as we head towards the break, speaking with you last night, Dem, but just the other element of last night was the crowd and the Fitzroy, the old Roy oh, boys yeah, yeah. that were here. It was fantastic. Magnificent. It really was. So that was, that was great to be part of. And the atmosphere in the finals here at the G has been quite incredible. Just to hear the words of Jared Berry, uh, he was interviewed by Michael Parkinson last night on Fox Footy. Oh, it's nothing purposeful, you know, like it's just a little scuffle in the centre of the MCD, so you know how it is. Um, it's just part of the contest and part of the mental mental battle. What did what did you get what did you get out of your interview with him, Dern? He he was never gonna say anything. No, I know. <laughs> well, it, but you're obligated to ask the question. In the back of your mind, you're not wanting to draw any more to it, but you know the world's gonna be talking about it, so you have to ask him. So you put it in the politest terms. Made it look like your hands went high. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Short break. We're back uh, with more here at the MCG. We're off and running. It's our pregame show for Beaumont Tiles. $25,000 advertising giveaway. Icanwin.com.au. Next, we'll talk more about last night from a, a D's point of view, the news of the week, and, of course, get the first thoughts from our experts on Collingwood versus Fremantle. You're listening to the 2020... It's Ty Power's Big Footy Final Sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy Final Sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.